You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. We would be honored if you would join us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Damn Dolphins Podcast. The Damn Dolphins Podcast. Yay, Robbie's feeling terrific today. Yay. No, I don't. <laughs> I feel like crap because I'm catching something. He feels like crap because he's catching something. Well, tis the season, Robbie. But... You could always Tis stand and watch football and listen to our Tis. podcast. Tis the season to watch football. La, 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 la. Yes, everything's coming to a close and we're finding out about, you know, which ones, which teams are the good teams, which teams are the bad teams. Some teams are trending upwards. Some teams are who start off hot are trending downwards. It's, uh, it's pretty exciting, man. We're trying to figure out who these guys are and a lot of them, I think we know who these guys are. So, <clears throat> again, Madman Mike and Robbie T, Damn Dolphins Podcast. We're going to do our five picks of the week on this episode. It's going to be tricky. Some of these games are already happening or already happened. Uh, it's Saturday, about 6 o'clock, and we have some Saturday games, which the first one was the Vikings and the Colts. We got to witness the greatest comeback of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, the one right now is the Browns and Ravens right now, rivalry game. And tonight's game is going to be the Dolphins versus the Bills. We need to put out an episode, so and no one's listening to this podcast anyway. So we're just going to record an episode, and if you guys catch some of our bets, that's great. And if you didn't, you didn't. And if there's some games going on right now, you know, whatever. We're doing it for entertainment purposes uh, by this point anyway. We do it for the fans. We do it for the fans, man. The hardcore fans. So, without further ado, we're going to talk about our five picks of the week. And I'm going to go first. And Robbie's going to go second because he likes yeah. this stuff. And I, I do like this stuff. I do like this stuff, too. It's pretty fun. Um, You're fun. Yep. Okay. So, cue in the music. Go. All right. I didn't do so well last week. With my picks, uh, I went two and three. wasn't pretty. Uh, some of the teams let me down, but I'm here to make it up to you guys on our picks this week. Uh, one of my picks was the the 49ers covering the three and a half point spread against the Seahawks in Seattle. That already happened. Uh, 49ers blew them out of the water for many many different reasons. So I had that one going, but that that one's not going to count for one of my five picks of the week because it already happened on Thursday night. All right, so I'm going to talk about uh, the game that's happening right now. The Ravens, uh, underdogs, two and a half point spread against the Browns in Cleveland. Uh, There's many reasons for this. The Ravens are getting healthier outside of Lamar Jackson, but Tyler Huntley, their backup quarterback, hasn't been a total uh, liability as he hasn't been a disaster. So that's good. Plus, the Ravens are still able to, you know, pound the rock with J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. They're, they got healthy. They're back. They were pounding it last week. Uh, 
Cleveland is allowing 5.2 yards per game to running backs and is the 11th worst rushing defense in the NFL. So the Ravens could play to their game, lean on the run like they like to do. Uh, Huntley could maybe dink and dunk, make st- stick with the good decisions, maybe uh, you know put one down the field if the looks are appropriate. Uh, but I but. More or less, the Ravens can do what they want to do. Their defense is also getting healthier. Marlon Humphreys is back. Marcus Peters is there. They're both available. The Ravens' D is top 10 in sacks. The Browns had trouble protecting Watson last week versus the Bengals, and it made the difference. Uh, Deshaun Watson has still looked rusty. Uh, He's kind of been flustered in the pocket. Uh, I think the Ravens could do that to him too. And also... The, the Browns want to run the ball versus Nick Chubb, but ever since the Ravens acquired Roquan Smith at that trade deadline, uh, the Ravens have held uh, running backs under 100 yards in six straight games. So Ravens are really just sticking to their identity, and I think Cleveland is just having shortcomings in key areas, and the Ravens are just better in those areas. And I think the Ravens could cover the two and a half point spread I, can, I even think they could probably win this game if they get some turnovers and make it hard for Deshaun Watson and the offense and uh, like I said Nick Chubb uh, didn't run the ball uh, very well last week against the Bengals they shut him down the Ravens are fully capable of doing that this week and then outside of that maybe maybe Donovan Peoples-Jones can make some plays for the Browns but uh, you know the Ravens the Ravens' defense—they've been pretty strong the last couple weeks, so they could totally shut that down too. All right, next game. Uh, I like the, P- the the Panthers minus three versus the Steelers. The games are games in Carolina, so the Panthers are at home. Uh, they have something to play for, which is the division, which the Bucks can realistically just give away and throw away as their season comes to a disastrous end in the final weeks. Uh, the Panthers can go stick with their ground and pound game. They grounded the and pounded the Seahawks to the ground last week in Seattle. Uh, they covered the Panthers uh, covered the spread. Uh, Sam Darnold has been uh, pretty good. I mean, not lighting the world on fire or anything, but he's been pretty good as a game manager ever since his return. the The offense has had some stability. They've been running the ball. Uh, He's been making good decisions and using his legs to get out of some trouble. Uh, Mitch Trubisky for the Steelers is starting for them because uh, Kenny Pickett's out with, I believe it's a concussion. So uh, Trubisky is going to be in the lineup. He could throw some picks. You never know. Uh, The Steelers also haven't, you know, they don't have much faith in him because they were also splitting reps with um, who's that backup uh, that they also have. That's not good. I'm blanking on his name right now. But basically, Mitch Trubisky and the other guy, uh, Kyle Rudolph, I think his name is. And they were they were splitting reps throughout the week to, uh, to see who was actually going to be the starter. So that just shows you how much faith they have in Trubisky while they are while they don't even have like total faith in him being the number two backup. Uh, the, Steer- the Steelers' offense isn't good. They're averaging 17.5 points per game. The Panthers' defense has been playing great. Uh, you know, for a little bit now, and uh, they don't. They have some wide receiver talent. The Steelers have some wide receiver talent, but their uneven QB play just reduces the aerial attack dramatically. And this, and the Panthers also have some good players in that secondary too. So, uh, 
they, I, th I think they could totally shut down Najee Harris and, and without the running game happening for the Steelers, it's going to be really hard against the Panthers. I think the Panthers are just heating up right now and they're getting on track and the Steelers, uh, <clears throat> things are just kind of falling apart a, a little bit for them. Uh, the next game I got Lions minus one and a half versus the Jets. Uh, this game is in New York, but how is this game? Uh, how is this game a one and a half point spread? I don't get it. Like, is, is, are, are the Lions like devastated with injuries right now? I don't get it. Their defense has been playing better. Uh, the court, Jared Goff has been playing good. Their their offense has been really consistent for for a handful of weeks now. And the Jets are starting Zach Wilson. I know the Jets have a defense. I know they got. I know they can get to the quarterback. I know they have a defense. I know their secondary plays good, but they have nothing on offense. And the guy who they believed in is 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 out for this game. And Zach Wilson's back. They had the. Remember when all the wide receivers were complaining about Zach Wilson without even mentioning his name? Like they hated Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson uh -huh. can't get the ball to any of the wide receivers. And yeah, maybe the Jets can slow the Lions' offense down, but I mean the Lions' defense is gonna feast on Zach Wilson and, and win this game. So I like the Lions in this one. I don't even think I have to break it down too much. Uh, the charge and also the Jets—they they just they, I think they're coming off like two losses in a row. If I'm if I'm not you know if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and the Lions have been winning during that time. All right, next game. Chargers minus three versus the Titans. Uh, this game is also at at home for the Chargers, so the Titans got to go from from you know from east to the west. Uh, Herbert is playing like a great QB right now. He's healthy. He's making plays. He's mobile. He's using his arm. He's making he's throwing on key downs and making plays with his arm. Very superstar throws too at times. Uh, their wide receivers are healthy. They got Keenan Allen. They got Mike Williams. They're back. Austin Eckler's still there. Uh, the Chargers' offense is 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 going again, going to go against a really bad Titans secondary that allows a lot of plays to receivers. We saw it uh, last game against the Jags. The Jags were just tearing them apart. And if the char the Chargers are bad against the run, and can they really stop King Henry? We don't know, but. But at the same time, the Chargers had a great defensive game plan against the Dolphins last week. They totally shut down that offense, and I and, and who knows, maybe they come up with a good plan to shut down Henry and then just let Ryan Tannehill and the lack of receiving talent just uh, try to pick them apart if they can. Uh, also, like going for the Chargers' offense is that who who's going to rush Justin Herbert? Do, do the Titans have anybody? I don't think so. So, I like the Chargers to cover a small spread in this game. It's three points. The Titans, there's there's too many people getting injured. They're on the down slope. Ryan Tannehill is just getting beat up back there. And the Chargers could realistically just get to Ryan Tannehill in this game. So, I like the Chargers minus three. And another game. Bengals minus 3.5. Uh, versus the Bucks, they're coming down to Tampa, Florida. Uh, the Bengals are away right now, but this is a, a Bucks team that has just too much trouble going for it. I mean, no one's playing well. The coaching isn't good. The players aren't playing well. Tom Brady isn't Brady. Uh, give me the team that has everything going for him. Like their coaching hasn't been bad. 
Uh, Herbert, he's down a couple of receivers, but Jamar Chase is still there. They still have great chemistry. Tom Brady can't even get chemistry with Mike Evans anymore. Uh, they're you know they're they're utilizing the run. Joe Mixon's back. He could catch out of the backfield. The uh, the Bucks are. The Bucks defense is, is known for having a bunch of missed tackles. Their offense isn't good. They're averaging like 17 point something points per game. The Bengals are averaging 28.4 points in their last eight games. The Bucks haven't scored more than 22 points in nine games. Uh, Joe Mixon's back, like I said. Uh, the Bucks are giving up four and a half yards to RBs. So that goes well for their running attack. Their Bucks D is, uh, you know, like I said, one of the worst in missed tackles. I'm going to repeat that again. And uh, the, the reports of Tom Brady giving up after the season, there, there's reports of him, want, you know, thinking about retiring or possibly going to retire after this season, which just goes to show, like, there's nothing to play for. They're already, like, giving up. He's had enough. He doesn't want to go through it again. That's just how, it. Just shows you how far off the rails this Bucks team has has gone ever since they moved Bruce Arians upstairs, which I never liked. So is that five games? So I got Ravens plus two and a half. You got the Panthers minus three. I got the Lions one and a half. I got the Chargers minus three, and I got the Bengals. So those are my five picks of the week. All right, now it's my turn. All righty then. First things first, just a well, reminder. Actually, I, actually, before you get begin, I just want to honorable mention. I did bet on the Vikings three and a half point spread against the Colts, which they nearly wow. covered. Uh, and I, you know, I didn't win my money, but I got to, you know, witness the greatest comeback of all time, which was nice. And had the referees not been an issue in that game, taking away two defensive touchdowns for the Vikings. And if the mm-hmm. Vikings didn't have such a, a bad first half, I probably could have won that bet. All right, Robbie, I'm done. It's all good. It's all good in the hood. Um, Let's see here. So for me, first things first, as a reminder, last week, uh, another winning a winning week after going two and three. I went by bounce back with a three and two week. Jaguars completely beat up the Titans. Uh, Broncos kept it close against the Kansas City Chiefs and covered. And finally, the Jets also kept it close enough to lose by only eight. And we had them for plus ten. Obviously, what we saw with the Dolphins did not work out. And the Giants just got beat up by a far superior team. But it's still three and two. Can't complain. Let's keep this rolling. Um, now it's our turn to try to keep things going. Alrighty then. So uh, let's do my five picks of the week. Alrighty then. First things first. Alrighty then. First things first. Uh, Jacksonville plus four at home against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm rolling with Jacksonville. I think they figure out their figure out their thing. I think they're a very more confident team now. I'm liking what I see. I'm liking what I've seen from Jacksonville. The teams are getting closer. They're playing hard. I know they had a little bounce, a little struggle against the Lions the previous weeks prior, but they bounced back against the division round Titans. And now they're at home against the against a surging Dallas Cowboys team. This is going to be a big time game. 
they won't have the home field advantage because they're the Cowboys fans. But like I've always said, I have a theory. Uh, when the Dallas Cowboys are in town, you know these players they want to beat them up and punch them in the face. And, you know, you know that's that's how they roll. And that's how they roll. So I am going on that side of the field. I'm going on that side of the field. I think they'll, I think they'll keep it as, I think they'll keep it close enough. And you know, could see a potential upset. Dallas already almost blew it against the, the Texans. I wouldn't be surprised they, they don't, they let go of the gas against the Jaguars. I'll take the Jaguars plus four. I love the spread. I think this game could be down by a field goal. Either way, it doesn't it can go either way by a field goal. Regardless, uh, Jacksonville covers. Next up, uh, Titans plus three against the Chargers. Titans know that Jacksonville is coming up on them. They've been struggling a lot. I think they'll bounce back against the Chargers team who had their big win of the season against the Dolphins, the team the team they needed that win, but I think they're going to fall flat after that. And don't forget their rushing defense is one of the worst in the league. So now... So now... I'm oh, sorry, I'm going to interrupt it. Um... Titans plus three. I think they're gonna just handle Brock to Derrick Henry, and he's gonna walk the floor against that really bad Chargers run defense. I think the defense will keep it close enough. Um, it's I and again when it comes to underdogs, I do always like the Titans when they're the underdog. I think Tannehill and Mike Vrabel are better underdogs than favorites. <laughs> I think they're gonna bounce back after that tough loss. They know Jacksonville's right behind them, so they have to keep the lead going. I think I think the Chargers are gonna fall flat. They just have too many injuries to deal with. I don't know how much gas they have left with the Chargers team, and I do think I get a coaching edge as well. I'll take the Titans plus three against the Chargers. Uh, next up, uh, Giants at Washington plus four and a half. Uh, always remember the rule: when a team gets embarrassed, especially at home. In front of a game a lot of people saw, and I believe that Giants-Eagles game was like the, either the game of the week for Fox or one of those games that a lot of people saw. You know they're going to bounce back. They're going to bounce back against their division rival. Four and a half points, that's way too many points for two teams who I think are a lot more equal than we think. I mean, their first game was a tie. Um, so you don't, you don't think it's going to necessarily be another tie again, but come on. You don't think this is going to be down by a field goal? These are two teams who are clearly not all that great, but they're still vying for a playoff spot. And these are two teams with whatever quarterback situations. I think it's interesting. This is going to be, again, just like the first game, it's going to be a super close game. I think the Giants will bounce back at this game. But four and a half points, that's just too many points. This, this is That's just too many points. It's not going to... This is this is not gonna be a blowout game for either team. It'll be down by a field goal as well. Don't be surprised this goes to overtime again. Alright. I'll take the Giants plus four and a half. Next up, um, we're gonna have a disagreement with you, Mike, on this. I, I'm actually gonna take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus three and a half. Oh, as a reminder, I did not choose any of the Saturday games because they're going on as of this recording. And I'm not feeling that Miami game, just too much weather implications. And as a reminder, my bets are based on Bavada of this, of this recording. So that's all the numbers are based off. Just a reminder, because I didn't say that. Uh, all right, continuing on, I'll take Tampa Bay plus three and a half. Don't get fooled by what happened. That was 
that Tampa Bay is not going to lose like that ever again. They just went against a bus saw that's killing everybody now. That fans versus team is really clicking right now. So there's no harm, no foul with that loss. Um, I think, and again, teams that get embarrassed in front of big time national televised games. I think that was the game we actually got to think about it. Uh, games where, like I said, just like the Giants, I think Tampa Bay, they're going to bounce back. Tom Brady is not going to take that lightly. He will motivate these guys, get them running through a brick wall. He's going to run himself through a brick wall and get them motivated again to get back on track. <clears throat> they know they need to win their division just to make the playoffs. They got to keep that lead going. <clears throat> the, I think they have a good enough defense to try to slow down the Bengals. I don't think Jamar Chase is still playing yet. I think he's still out. I could be wrong. <coughs> Give me my information. I think three and a half is just too many points. That hook matters a lot. I think Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, they're going to bounce back. They're going to surprise some people in this game. They're going to surprise Joe Nixon. I think they'll bounce back. I don't love Tampa Bay, but I think they're just coming off a bad After that, I think they just came off a bad spot. They'll bounce back. Three and a half points. I'll say can't. I'll say Cincinnati wins by a field goal, but Tampa Bay covers. And finally, I'm actually having a little issue trying to find my last game. I have not truly decided, <clears throat> but I will lean towards. You know what? I'll go with Detroit Lions plus one. This is essentially a pick'em game. Um, I don't like Detroit on the road, but the Jets have not exactly been a great home team from what I recall. Plus, Zach Wilson is back. You know how the, everybody hates that team. They didn't even put in Joe Flacco that just says something. And this Detroit team, they are surging. They're getting red hot at the right time. This is a potential wild card contender. I think they're going to go to the New York Jets, and I think they're going to freaking put a confidence in their playoff hopes. I know the Jets need to win this game. I don't really understand why they're, the Jets are favorite right now anyway. I I, I think I think Zach Wilson is way too much of a downgrade. And I think Jared Goff has been playing very good. Look, I know people hate Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff gets a lot of flack. I never thought he was that bad. I, I think the, the stigma about him is a little bit unfair, honestly. I think he's done a very good job. And this Detroit team, they're getting healthier. And they got playmakers, dude. They got two legit wide receivers. They got two legit running backs. And they got and they got a potential defensive rookie of the year candidate in Aiden Hutchinson. This Giants and this Detroit team, they are clicking at the right time. Still don't love Tan Campbell. I think he's I think he's too rah-rah for my liking. But I can't deny that there's something. They're building something special in Detroit. I was down on them when they traded away TJ Hawkinson. But, you know, I'm not a GM, so I don't know. Maybe I, I want to know how to run the team, I guess. I personally would not make that trade. But they did. They thought they were able to move on without him, beating him. And it's looking like it's working. This team is clicking. This team, I think, is going to be one of the more dangerous teams in the league moving forward for the rest of the week, for the rest of the season. And I think right now they're playing a little bit better football than the Jets. I think the Jets. Has a nice win against the first <coughs> team with Mike White to get their confidence back. But in the end, there's just better teams out right now. And I just don't think Jets. And now with Mike with uh, Zach Wilson back under center, 
how motivated is that team? How much they want to win? How much? They, how much? Well, along with the take, until they just play bad. I'm gonna go with Detroit. I think Detroit's just gonna win this game out, right? All right. So as a reminder, my five picks again: uh, Jacksonville plus four at home, Detroit plus one at New York, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus three and a half, Tennessee Titans plus three at the Chargers, and finally the New York Giants at Washington plus four and a half. And those are my five picks. Of- I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm glad we could you, squeeze you could, this episode in. Yep. You what? convinced me. You convinced me with Detroit. I'm not gonna lie. And yeah. I was looking at it. It it does feel like a pick'em game, but I don't know, man. Zach Wilson is too much of a downgrade for my liking. Yeah, it's it, just it, it's too it awkward is. right now. Like I, I I just I don't understand that spread. Maybe when the game is played, it'll make sense in some way. But like just looking at it, I'm just like, man, what, what this this Lions team has been on fire. And, and this Jets team, I mean, I mean, what didn't they? They they just they had, they won one game with Mike White, but didn't they lose like the next two? Yep, with him. Yep, exactly. So, and th- exactly. now you got Zach Wilson. I mean, the the offense has been better, but it hasn't been that much better to make a difference. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, dog. Yeah, we gotta let you go. All right, all right buddy. Go. All right, guys. Well, this has been a another episode of the Damn Dolphins podcast. Uh, Find us on DolphinsTalk.com. Uh, find us on FinHeaven.com. Uh, thanks for the members of LYC to uh, of listening to our podcast. I'm a little off today because I'm not feeling well either. Yeah, and, as you can uh, tell by my voice, I'm really catching something. Yeah, yeah. Rob's catching something. I who knows what's going on with me. And then, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go, Mike. Okay. All right, buddy. I'll see you. So. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you, Damn Dolphins Disciples. And we will see you and have another episode for you after the Dolphins hopefully take down the Bills in Buffalo. Tall task to have, but we we just need them to do it. Season needs it. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network.